amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? Let's get ready for a little Thursday night football. The sixth event in Philadelphia tonight. Uh, or at least uh, as far as the Philly fans are concerned. Eagles taking on the Texans. The game will be in Houston. It's not in Philadelphia. I'm Pete McCarthy with Jeff Ulrich. And uh, yeah, Jeff, we've never met, dude. What's up with that? I don't know, man. I mean, probably with because I live in like, you know, the, the Antarctic, basically. Or not the Antarctic, the North Pole, basically. I don't I can't even give the direction of the planet right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's usually why. Nobody comes up to where I live because they're not crazy enough. It's, it's, it, my, it turned from like, pretty nice to like Hoth here where I live in the last week. So, you know, that's, that's your explanation. No one wants to come up to where I live. North pole. I mean, this finally explains the red walls. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're up in the North pole. Okay. Give us a like shop right up there. <laughs> you got the, the workshop next door. That's right. Give us a like, subscribe, keep up with all of our shows, our DFS offers, our giveaways and much more. Once you do subscribe, hit that notification button to get alerts when our shows go live. Don't forget, almost all of our content is available in podcast form on your platform of choice. You can help us out. Leave a five-star review. Uh, you don't get to see Jeff if you do that, but you can hear his expertise as he's got the hat covering up the elf ears, I assume, uh, up there in the, the North Pole. Uh, we're breaking down no house advantage. Uh, obviously, this Eagles-Texans Thursday night football matchup. Uh, you can play the pickup contest, $15 entry, $10,000 to first place. Uh, you can also play against the house. You go five of five, you get 21 times your money. You're just not going to see that anywhere else. As far as the game tonight, eh, the Eagles are a little bit of a favorite, a two touchdown favorite. Uh, the point total, pretty average, 45 and a half. Weather won't be a factor tonight. Um, I guess in this uh, this matchup in general, we know now Brandon Cooks is not going to play for Houston. Uh, yeah. They're also down uh, another receiver in this game that, that was on the board, Nico Collins. So, uh, Houston's a little banged up. The Eagles are undefeated. What jumps out at you right away? Big picture in this game, Jeff. Yeah, like you said, I mean, wasn't expecting Cooks to play. We know that Nico Collins was uh, was already, um, you know, just out because of his own <laughs> we'll groin injury. attitude problems. I don't even know. Oh. Um, but uh, he's he's gone. So we've got that. We've got limited dudes back um, um, in the in the lineup. And but you know, to to Noel's advantage's credit, I mean, we've got. A Chris Moore prop. Um, Davis Mills is obviously still up there. Brevin Jordan is up. So there's there's opportunity here to go to to potentially, you know, take this, take what's given to us in, in this situation where we have players out and and potentially make lineups around it. I mean, we can start with that. I mean, you know, we, we have a 1.5 prop up for Chris Moore. Um, the entire world is probably going to be over on this because mm-hmm. 
Now there's no Cooks. There's no Nico Collins. Moore was already like the starting slot receiver. Um, you know, he's got to catch two balls. So we, we have this projection as a hard over as well as you'd expect. No shock here. Um, but, you know, there's, there's scenarios where Davis Mills is just abjectively bad. The Eagles' defense is far better than the, the Houston's offense. And Moore goes like, you know, one for five in targets as well. So it's something to think about off the top. Um, if I was going to go under on more, I'd probably just go under on his receiving yards, much more likely he catches like three balls for 14 yards, you know, than, than, than only catches like one pass, I think. But, um, Hey, I, I again, like most of the field is going to be using this as a free square. That's fine yeah. to do, but there's going to be like big leverage here as well. Um, if you, if you took an under on a Chris Moore prop. Yeah. If you're doing multiple lineups, you can find the exception and, and not for nothing, uh, Chris Moore played on Sunday. Uh, against the Titans, he was not targeted a single time yep. in that game. He saw a decent amount of snaps. He played 34 snaps, so it's not like he wasn't involved at all. Uh, and on the other side, I mean, one of the numbers that jumped out, just looking at the, the team numbers, the Philadelphia Eagles have the second-best pass defense in the NFL, according to Football Outsiders DVOA. Uh, that's always what I look at. You could argue different things, look at different stats, whatever you like, but – just gives you a quick and dirty, you know, hey, Eagles are really good at stopping the pass. So uh, you have a couple of different things here because we know Houston, they want to run the ball. They want to get into Damian Pierce. They weren't able to get that going against Tennessee last week, but that's that's the goal. They don't want Davis Mills going back and throwing 40 times in this game. No, absolutely. And I mean, you know, again, like, we'll, I mean, Pierce is going to be a pretty hard take for me here, but, um, you know, I, like we have other options too. Like there, Brevin Jordan is there. Mm-hmm. And again, like credit to no house advantage. I mean, you know, they, they got, I think they got the, the players that we want up here. I mean, more is going to be on the field a lot. Brevin Jordan is back, played 56% of the snaps. I think those are the players who, you know, are, are going to be, if Houston makes an impact in this game in the past game, they'll be the players to do it. So Brevin Jordan, um, I would have, Oh, we do have the reception prop. Yeah. Two, but I mean, again, like we have this projections about neutral. So there's really no advantage when, you know, we don't have a big lean on either way here, slight unders like to the, the yardage, but like, again, you, you've got to think, I mean, you know, there's, there's a few tight ends getting involved. OJ Howard is still there, but Brevin mm-hmm. Jordan's the starter. You've got to think that like, there's a good chance he ends up with six targets here and he converts on three of them. I think there's a good chance he maybe even pushes over the yardage, but um, you know, if you're going to go under, if you're going to take some kind of like stance on Chris Moore, or even if you're not, I mean, I think Brevin Jordan will be the lower owned prop of the two. So something to think about there. Um, as you mentioned, like the Eagles, very good on the outside. It, they actually were, were pretty bad against guarding and tight ends last year. They've improved a lot, but it's still probably a better place to attack them. So you've got Jordan and more to think about. Um, if you just want to take overs on both those guys too, I don't think that's like necessarily a bad idea. Um, again, if you had 10 lineups, I would definitely think about creating some leverage with the more with these props as well, because they're just going to be so widely owned. Um, at least in my opinion, um, obviously the more one super highly owned, but yeah, Brevin Jordan expect to be out there. Um, we'll be pretty shocked if he doesn't go over really both of those props, I think just with the situation, but yeah, he's a big tight end. Um, not like super great after the catch. So again, feel better about the receptions going over than the yards. Yeah. And Brevin Jordan, he hasn't reached uh, two and a half receptions, three receptions, let's call it, or 27 yards all season long, yeah. but a little bit of a different situation tonight, as we've talked about 
with the Texans down a couple of receivers. Uh, we we kind of mentioned Damian Pierce. I guess we'll just run through the Houston offense. Then we can get to Philadelphia a little bit. Uh, 63 and a half rushing yards. You said you don't see that happening. I, no, I got to no, think I, they give him. Oh, oh okay. Maybe no, I, I misunderstood. I, what, what, yeah, when I said hard take, I meant to the over. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I, I do think he'll go over. Um, I think that the just the Houston has no chance, no other game plan here than to give Damian Pierce the ball, like regardless of the yes. score. I mean, I think you'll see them running on early down as much as possible. Um, even if it's just, you know, he gets 20 carries and he gets like 65 yards. I think that'll probably get over there. Um, if he does break off a couple big plays, that's good. And one thing we have seen about the Eagles too, Pete, like when they get ahead, they, they tend to allow some, some big chunks of yards on the ground. I don't know if that's just like kind of a fluke thing that's happened, but it has happened a couple times now. Like when you, you look at their defensive rankings, they're, they're like fifth last in yards per carry against, but it's not the, the big yardage games have kind of come in a couple spots where they've gotten up and then their defense has just sit, sat back. So I think that's more of a scheme thing than anything, but it, it, that could get Pierce over here too. I think this total is just a little bit too low. Um, given all the circumstances and ways that Pierce could get there. So you got some garbage time yards on the ground from Houston. I don't, I don't think Damian Pierce has reached a point in his career where, uh, you know, he gets put on the bench and it's like, Hey, we got to save this guy. I think, you know, even if they're down 21 points in the fourth quarter, they may be running the ball with Damian Pierce a little bit and you could get there. Uh, The projections have it pretty even on Damian Pierce. He didn't get there last week against Tennessee, 15 carries, 35 yards, but Derrick Henry, did so much work on the ground in that game. On the other side, there wasn't a ton of opportunity for Damian Pierce. And then the Texans found themselves playing from behind. Uh, so I, I think it's a little bit of a different situation this week, even against this terrific Philadelphia Eagles team. Uh, Davis Mills, the Houston quarterback. We got 215 and a half passing yards, uh, half an interception, which I was tempted to, but ended up looking at that one and a half passing touchdowns line. It's just really hard to imagine Davis Mills getting two touchdowns. He hasn't thrown no. for more than two touchdowns in any game this year. And, and and if he does get there against the Eagles again, I mean, a it'll just I mean maybe catches him off guard at the start and gets a quick one, and then you know maybe a late one late in the game, and maybe this game is is closer than obviously we think and the line thinks, but. Yeah, even in like garbage time, like he'd almost like he'd need like two garbage time touchdowns. Like, unless he gets one quickly in this game, it's pretty hard to see a scenario where he gets two. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Especially with the receivers that he has tonight, as we talked about, he doesn't have his top weapons. Exactly. Like, freak play, a 10 yard slant that goes to the house. He doesn't have those guys. If, if they march down with Pierce maybe at the start of the game and then he throws a quick one to like Jordan or like one of the tight ends that could get you one, but you still need the second one. And I mean, like you said, like there's the big play options are gone. So even if Philly is soft to start the game, like they're not going to just let the Texans run all over them. So, oh man, it's pretty thin. This, this has, this feels pretty good. Like I almost feel better about this one than the Chris Morrow. I actually do. I'll say it. I feel better about the Davis Mills underpassing touchdowns prop than the, than the over Chris Moore receptions prop. I know we have, more projected and there's free projections for no advantage on the site guys we do have more projected over 1.5 receptions as the strongest play but i actually feel better about taking the under on davis mills 1.5 passing touchdowns they're both projected as top three plays but that's just my feeling about it it it's pretty thin i think yeah i'm with you oh i just think in general the quarterbacks are a lot easier to forecast 
Uh, and running backs too, rather than the receivers. The receivers are the most random. You know, that, that's yep. where you have one big play that could change everything and goof it up. Uh, you don't see that as much. It's a little easier with the quarterbacks, with the running backs over the course of a, a full game. And as you mentioned with those projections, you go to stochastic.com, NFL projections go down. You get free no-house advantage projections, uh, which will give you a percentage chance that each play is over or under uh, as much as we're talking about it here. We're working off that kind of information to help us out uh, along as well. Uh, also should tell you, you can get two free months of Stochastic Plus Platinum and up to a $1,000 risk-free bet when you sign up, make a deposit, and make your first paid wager at BetMGM. Uh, so these are the steps to make this happen. You create a free Stochastic membership using the form below, or you can log in if you already have a Stochastic.com account. You then click the large BetMGM button that appears after registering or logging in, and then complete the necessary steps with BetMGM. Create a BetMGM sportsbook account, deposit at least 10 bucks, make your first paid bet, and then once your bet settles, uh, you qualify for the Stochastic subscription, and you'll receive an email from BetMGM Sportsbook with the instructions for redeeming your two free months of Stochastic Plus Platinum. That almost sounds complex after a while, but it's really simple, right? Make sure you have a Stochastic account. Go to BetMGM. Put in ten bucks. Uh, they got a good deal for you there in terms of a one thousand dollar risk-free bet, and then. Boom. Uh, just make sure, you know, you're not betting the Super Bowl or something. That's something that's <laughs> going to end soon. And then you can start up your two free months of uh, Stochastic Plus Platinum and uh, find out what that's all about behind the paywall. So pretty cool stuff as far as that goes. All right, let's get back to the game. Uh, let's go to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is always fun. Um, one thing about Houston's defense that jumped out to me, they have the worst rush defense in the NFL, according to Football Outsiders Rush DVOA. That raised an eyebrow to me. Maybe it shouldn't have because Derrick Henry has run for over 200 yards in four straight games against them, but I, I guess it all checks out. So I kind of think it's interesting with Philadelphia, like how much are they really going to have to put the ball in the air? Uh, we know this team is so good on third and shorts. They have so many different ways they could beat you. I mean, you're looking at Jalen Hurts trying to get to 260 passing yards, uh, one and a half passing touchdowns you could look at as well, and half an interception which I really like here. He he's only thrown two interceptions all season long. Hasn't thrown, you know, more than one in the same game. You expect the Eagles to play from ahead. I just, it's just one bad throw, but uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for Hertz to make that kind of mistake. Yeah. Uh, I I'm kind of in a pretty much lockstep here. Um, you look at the Eagles and he's just been so good at handling the ball. It's an INT prop. Obviously it's, it's kind of like the receptions, you know, like we could just get, just one bad tip or something. Um, but it's, it's pretty hard to, to dislike this one. You know, this is one where I guess you could be a little bit contrarian, contrarian as well, put it as like a low, lower point prop and, and going over, but I, that's probably just getting a little fancy um, and, and just really like not that necessary. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, they have Derek Stingley back there. They were good to start the year, the, the Houston secondary with, with picks and stuff, but they tailed off a little bit. I know it's at home, but yeah, I, I, I see this game as I don't think Hurts is going to pass that much either. I mean, even if like the Eagles have to put points on the board and, and they're going to throw the ball points, but I think, I think this is a spot for Hurts to get going on the ground again. He hasn't done that mm -hmm. much the last two games with his legs. Um, you got a really bad rush defense here. If they start giving up a couple chunk plays to Miles Sanders, he's just going to tuck it and run. And um, yeah, so I, again, 
I don't feel as confident about it as the Davis Mills passing touchdown one because it's just one play. But um, yeah, it feels pretty good to take Hurts on the under interception here. He, I mean, he he just may not throw the ball more than like eight times in the second half, and you know they're not going to be high danger throws if they're ahead. So. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be trying to run the ball. I, I think tonight I can see both teams running the ball, which is why I, I generally like a lot of the unders in this game. Um, so we could we could jump to Miles Sanders and and look at uh, where he is at in this game. So we talked about Houston has had a horrendous job, done a horrendous job trying to stop the run. It's a high total here for Miles Sanders, 73 and a half rushing yards. Uh, we do have projection that's below that. So you really got to believe in what the game flow is going to be. And I guess the other issue with the Eagles is, all right, even if they do run the ball a lot and run the ball successfully, will it necessarily be Miles Sanders that is the one picking up all the yardage or does Jalen Hurts get involved? Uh, Galloway probably still in the mix there, right? I mean, uh, what are we looking at with Miles Sanders? Yeah, uh, and and this is one I, again, like it's it's kind of a catch-22. Like you, we think that the, the Eagles are going to run the ball, but the way the Eagles run the ball is just, it's so much different than most teams. They have the Russian quarterback who legitimately averages 10 rushes per game. So that hurts as Sanders I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You've got Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell there who Gainwell. Yep. They, they get, yeah. What did you call him? Galloway? I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I actually forgot who it was this morning. I was talking about the Eagles backups and I, I was like Boston Scott and that other guy. So, um, but yeah, uh, Kenneth Gainwell's there as well. Um, I, I think this is a really big total. Again, like Sanders is going to get some usage and I, and I expect him to have a pretty solid game, but we get into the third quarter. Like, I, I think that like Boston Scott, you could just see him play for a couple series. And I actually kind of like Boston Scott to score a touchdown in this game, by the way. And for, we don't have any props like that, obviously up here, but um, for no house anyways, potentially for their um, potential. Yeah, I'll take a look. Yeah. For their uh, pay, uh, versus the house contest, but. You know, Miles Sanders, I think it's a good under target. I do for, for the, for the pick contest. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's over 70. If this was like at 68, I'd probably say, yeah, that's, that's a little dicey because, you know, it just takes one kind of 30 yard rush. And then you're like, well, he gets there on 12 carries, but I think 73 is, um, is, is worth is fatable. Uh, just for the simple fact, just not expecting like a tw- them necessarily to need to lean on Miles Sanders the entire game. They have so many different options. It's such a weak team. It's a short week. They're probably not going to want to use them up anyways. So yeah, good fade target, uh, I think is, is that, um, and you know, I, I trying to think about like how you would even correlate it, but the, the correlation in this game is so weird because, you know, unless you're doing some kind of drastic, like, you know, 1% chance, like Davis, like taking Davis mills overs and then like Sanders unders with like, I don't know. Like you're taking hurts, like playing for like a shootout. I don't even like, it just seems so unrealistic. Well, I so. went the other way. So I went over on miles Sanders rushing and then okay. under you can go under on Jalen Hurts yeah. passing yards, which is pretty hot. And then AJ right. Brown and Devonte Smith and go under on their receiving yards. Right. So just, I mean, again, I'm trying to correlate with Texas, which is like, Oh, I mean, with Houston, sorry, which doesn't make no. And, and I mean, you're, what you said makes perfect sense. Like, I don't know. I just don't even know how you can correlate anything with the Texans, maybe with the exception of like Davis Mills overpassing yards. But well, yeah. what we like about the Texans, right, is just the fact that they don't have anybody. So we're talking yeah. about like two catches for Chris Moore right. and three Which, catches for Brevin Jordan. Like we're not asking these guys no, to get seven and eight like, you know, Chris Evans and Chris Godwin last week. That's the thing. Like we're not even worried about game flow with the Texans because their props are so low. It's just like they're either going to get there or they're not. Right. So. 
Yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to outthink myself here. You're, you're correct. Like, if you're taking the Miles Sanders over, I mean, definitely put in the Hurts under on the passing. Probably an A.J. Brown under as well. He's got a big prop, by the way, mm-hmm. at 83.5. So, um, yeah, that, that would be the way to work it, where Sanders is just piling up. You know, you hope he gets, like, 20 carries. He hope he gets, like, 120 yards. And then, you know, the Hurts is, just does not – just the big plays don't translate in the passing game, and they don't need to for, for – mm-hmm. um, for Philly. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I was surprised with AJ Brown. So we talk about how big a number it is. He's actually gone over it four out of seven times that 83 and a half rushing yards. So uh, he had 156 last week, right? Usually like you have two or three big games like that. And then four or five quiet games, but uh, he has consistently been over 83 and a half, or at least more often than not. Uh, I tend to lean towards the under tonight and uh, we'll see how that plays out. And just looking, if you want to play versus the house. So, for instance, if you're like Jeff and you don't think Miles Sanders is a path to get to, what was it, 73 and a half in the pickup contest, that's 78 and a half versus the house. So, uh, you can go under on Miles Sanders there. Uh, you have a, a number of other options as far as, uh, you know, other players you want to get. You got the Jalen Hurts rushing total of 41 and a half, which we don't have in the pick contest. Uh, so you can check that out. If you put five of them together, you get all five right. You get 21 times your money playing versus the house, which is not a rate that you are going to see anywhere else. Uh, so be sure to check that part of it out as well. We can get into these receivers from Philadelphia a little bit. We mentioned A.J. Brown there coming off a huge game. Uh, Devontae Smith has been kind of more of a possession receiver, uh, and his reception total is only a four and a half. I, I kind of like that. Um, the receiving yardage, is, is it's not as high as A.J. Brown's, but we're looking under 60, and uh, the projections like the under on Devontae Smith. So I guess I'll pass it to you. Uh, what, what do you make of what to do with Devontae Smith on a night like this? Yeah, but again, by no means like a must play. Like we have stronger plays up top. I mean, like, you know, fading the the Mills play and and potentially just going over on more and potentially, you know, like Jalen Hurts under receptions. But I think Smith is is an interesting play. Like, I mean, we need like seven props, obviously. And, um, you know, like, again, the Eagles may not throw much, but one of these receivers is probably going to have a pretty decent game just because – the, the Eagles offense is just really good. I mean, they're efficient, efficient quarterback play, bad defense they're going up against. So I think it's like siding with one of them is fine. Um, AJ Brown could have a big game and still not go over his prop. But like, I think Devontae Smith, Devonta Smith, I mean, over 4.5 receptions. You can even take both of his overs and, and you know, like five for, for 70 type of game um, could definitely translate. And then you just pair it with like an under on AJ Brown. Um it's not, but you know, th- these receivers aren't a must play. Like their props are up. You know, I was hoping for like a, a, a prop closer to 50 on Devonta Smith. And I mean, he's, it's not there. It's, 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 we're asking for like a, a pretty decent play, um, decent game. So yeah, I, I would, I, I actually feel better about taking the over on Smith than Brown tonight. Um, for sure. I think this is a spot where, you know, the, the Texans saw what AJ Brown did last week. They do have, you know, Stingley on the outside, but that's just going to leave Devonta Smith and potentially Dallas Goddard as well just mm-hmm. open over the middle. So I think it's actually a really good spot for Smith. Um, he is definitely the receiver. I would feel better about taking that over with um, than, uh, than AJ Brown. I think the two correlate pretty well. I think that like taking the under on Brown and then putting in Smith. And, and again, like you can, you can think about strategy wise. I think that the Brown under is projecting a stronger. So if you're going to use the two, you know, you could, you could definitely put the Brown in higher, but not many people are going to be on the over on Smith. So if you put that over on Smith in your high spot and then you put the Brown in a little bit lower, you could potentially get some 
yeah, just a little bit of leverage on the field, especially if the Brown one doesn't hit. Cause I think most people will be on the under for AJ Brown here. And sometimes, you know, these lower numbers that I'm about to throw out are, are gimmies or there's a reason for it. I have a tough time with this one though. Quez Watkins, uh, one and a half receptions, 16 and a half receiving yards. If he catches two balls, he's probably going to go for like 60 yards. I mean, he's the big yeah. play threat. Uh, it's just a matter of, does he get there? He's had 11 targets all year. So, you know, Quez Watkins really hasn't been a big play here. Now, producer Mike is a big Eagles fan. He's saying Quez over 16 and a half played over 50% of the snaps last week against the Steelers in a blowout. And as we know, one catch very easily could put him at at least uh, 17, or yeah, 17 receiving yards here. You know, the, the projections are kind of even. I left him off the board, but uh, do, you, do you have a strong feeling one way or the other here? Because, you know, it, it, he ain't going to go for two catches, 16 yards. <laughs> no, he really isn't. Um, I, I like Quez Watkins, like just as a player. And it again, like I mean, much like the Devonta Smith, I mean, it could be him that catches the 60 yard touchdown or something. I feel like one of these players is probably going to do that tonight. Um, it's riskier because he could also just, I mean, he's had plenty of games where he hasn't even caught a pass. So, um, and now you've got like Zach Pascal also working into the mix for the Eagles, which he showed mm. up last week. So yeah, this one is obviously highly variable. We, talk, we talked about, you know, just again, the wide receivers are, they're way more of a crapshoot. Um, you know, they, they need those specific events. They need specific like coverages to go up against. And if, if Watkins does get it, and I think it's a spot for him to do it. So yeah. Um, it's a prop that I wouldn't feel bad about putting like lower down in a lineup. You definitely don't need to do it like in your high spot, but I would lean over here for sure. Um, probably more on just the yards because like, if he, if he gets one catch for 40 yards, he's just going to feel terrible. I mean, and there's just, there seems an unlikely scenario where he's going to catch two passes that like one of them doesn't go for 15 yards or something. So yeah, that that's, that's the way I look at Watkins too. Um, if you're going to use them, I would, I would definitely go on the over. It's too low a prop and he's, he's out there for so many snaps still that um, I think there's a good chance he catches like probably two balls and, and one of them probably does go for 30 yards. So. Yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, in general here, there's kind of two ways to build the lineup, right? You can take the seven best plays and put them all up on the board one by one. And you're probably going to split. If you get to the top, you have at least a, a pretty good chance of getting to the top, but you're not going to hit for the full 10 K you want to get aggressive and play for the 10 K you need something a little goofy in there. We talked about going under on Chris Moore. That might be a way to be different from the field, but is there a, I don't know, maybe a correlation that, that makes sense to you, whether it be chalky or a, a little bit different, a, a combination of plays that well, you think makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I do think that, you know, the Jalen Hurts prop is is, is a 259.5 for passing. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, look, we saw what he did last week. I mean, he he just, you know, he passed the ball all over the yard. There's really no reason another week defense, just like the Steelers, where he can't get to 270, 280 here. And you, you bring it back with the Pierce over, and you hope that, you know, the Texans come out, score on their first drive, Pierce gets like 40 yards, and then Jalen Hurts just starts chucking the ball and you take an over on Devonta Smith and Quez Watkins and cause they're lower props. And then you take the over on Hurts and you, you, you take Philly to basically do what they did last week, which is, yeah, they, they just did it. They run the, ran the ball up. And, and I think that most people are going to be taking the traditional stance of, okay, you know, Hurts isn't going to pass that much. The Eagles will win this easy, but they'll run. Maybe we'll take an over on Sanders, but I'm going to go under on this passing stuff. And, um, and then, you know, just maybe take the over on Pierce, but 
Yeah, I think that just being bullish on the passing game, <laughs> taking, I think being bullish on the Philly passing game is a good way to be contrarian because I really feel like Smith and potentially Smith and Watkins could, could put up some big yardage here pretty quick. I guess the one uh, receiving threat we didn't talk about for Philadelphia is Dallas Goddard, the tight end. He got his name yeah. mentioned. I'm not sure we dove into him much. He's had at least six targets in each of the last four games. So he's an active part of this offense. He's capable as a tight end of picking yeah. up some yards, but it is, it is a rather high number for a tight end, 52 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, it's a lot bigger than the we see around the industry. And like you said, he's really just been locked in to like four to six targets, like four catches. I just don't see his target share going anywhere. Whereas at least with Smith and Watkins, we have that big play potential where Smith has shown against the right schemes, he'll get open and, and be good for six or seven catches. Quez, we know, can go for the 30, 40 yard play. Jordan, or sorry, Goddard is like, okay, maybe he'll catch like five passes for 80 yards, but he might also catch four passes for 40 yards. Like, it's just, there's a very like weird lock he's in. And, you know, like the, there's no, there just doesn't seem like a potential for like the eight catch game. So the upside yeah, is kind no of- No variance. Yeah. And with the prop just being up where it is, it's one that I just feel okay just leaving off. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't really have a hard take on it. I will not be shocked either way what happens with him, but it'll probably be within 10 yards. Like he'll go for 60 yards mm -hmm. or he'll go for 45 yards. That's kind of what it feels like. So I kind of just, you know, those ones, it just, it doesn't feel like you, if you don't have that, that potential where, you know, it could just break out and, and become kind of easy and, and easier pass to making it. I usually just try and avoid it. So that's kind of what it feels like with Goddard. Yeah, you don't want to necessarily be picking something that you know you're going to be sweating in the final five minutes of the game. Uh, and that's that's kind of where we are with Dallas Goddard. That's what it feels He's like. Consistently exactly. yeah. in, that, in that area. Very fair numbers there. Hey, while you're here, uh, don't forget to check out Odds Shopper. It's got everything you need to make sure you're maximizing your profits. It'll give you uh, the best places to shop your bets. You get the best odds. I like to consult it if I'm playing... Uh, if I'm playing on no house advantage, whether I'm playing versus the house or pick them, you know, what are, what are the numbers out in the sports books out there? And we heard Jeff mention it a couple of times. Hey, this is way above what you're going to see out there. And it allows you to compare and contrast. And we know the sports books are covering these things and covering their tails as well, right? Where's the money coming in? Uh, so you could certainly use that to, to consult, to help you out. If you are putting in some bets tonight, uh, be sure to use it for that, where it'll give you the, the best places to put down your money uh, if you think you know what the outcome is going to be. All right, we got a lot coming up here on the Stochastic DFS channel. No House Advantage Thursday night NBA with Terry and Gundacker is next. And then we'll have more football coverage, NFL Showdown live before lock starts up at 7 o'clock Eastern, diving deeper into the Eagles and Texans. Jeff, pleasure. I'm Pete McCarthy. Later, guys. Good one, guys. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.